In a truly just world, I would also have to acknowledge my debt to my colleague, whose sloppy thinking galvanized me into action. However, I shall not do so by name, in deference to collegiality and to the libel laws in a litigious society. Thomas Sowell, Rose and Milton Friedman Senior Fellow, Uber Institution, Stanford University. 1. The Quest for Cosmic Justice Justice, if only we knew what it was. Socrates One of the few subjects on which we all seem to agree is the need for justice. But our agreement is only seeming, because we mean such different things by the same word. Whatever moral principle each of us believes in, we call justice. So we are only talking in a circle when we say that we advocate justice, unless we specify just what conception of justice we have in mind. This is especially so today, when so many advocate what they call social justice, often with great passion, but with no definition. All justice is inherently social. Can someone on a desert island be either just or unjust? Inequalities and Injustices if social justice can be distinguished from any other conception of justice, it is probably by its reaction against the great inequalities of income and wealth which we see all around us. But reactions against such inequalities are not limited to those who proclaim social justice. It was not a radical writer, but free-market economist Milton Friedman, who referred to gross inequities of income and wealth, which offend most of us, and declared, Few can fail to be moved by the contrast between the luxury enjoyed by the some and the grinding poverty suffered by others. While such views have often been associated with the political left, many of the thinkers and writers identified as conservative have long expressed similar views, objecting not only to economic inequalities but also to extreme inequalities of power and respect. Two centuries ago, Adam Smith, the father of laissez-faire economics, deplored not only the callousness of the rich and powerful of his day, who never look upon their inferiors as their fellow creatures, but deplored also our obsequiousness to our superiors, and the foolish wonder and admiration shown toward the violence and injustice of great conquerors. While a few conservative writers here and there have tried to justify inequalities on grounds of merit, most have not. The late Nobel Prize-winning economist and free-market champion Friedrich A. Hayek, for example, declared, The manner in which the benefits and burdens are apportioned by the market mechanism would in many instances have to be regarded as very unjust if it were the result of a deliberate allocation to particular people. The only reason he did not regard it as unjust was because the particulars of a spontaneous order cannot be just or unjust. The absence of personal intention in a spontaneous order, a cosmos, as Hayek defined it, means an absence of either justice or injustice. Nature can be neither just nor unjust, he said. Only if we mean to blame a personal creator does it make sense to describe it as unjust that somebody has been born with a physical defect or been stricken with a disease or has suffered the loss of a loved one. Others who share a similarly secular view are often driven to personify society in order to reintroduce concepts of moral responsibility and justice into the cosmos, 
seeking to rectify the tragic misfortunes of individuals and groups through collective action in the name of social justice. Yet this collective action is not limited to correcting the consequences of social decisions or other collective social action, but extends to mitigating as well the misfortunes of the physically and mentally disabled, for example. In other words, it seeks to mitigate and make more just the undeserved misfortunes arising from the cosmos, as well as from society. It seeks to produce cosmic justice, going beyond strictly social justice, which becomes just one aspect of cosmic justice. As the philosopher Thomas Nagel put it, the range of possibilities or likely courses of life that are open to a given individual are limited to a considerable extent by his birth, which includes not only the social class and home environment into which he happened to be born, but also his genetics.